Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm, PC. Stangy Law Firm is a family law firm with offices in Missouri and Illinois. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk. We have an interesting topic today. The topic is child custody exchanges. This is an often overlooked part of a child custody uh, case, which can be key to a lot of parties. It can be something that folks in a divorce or a child custody case, including a paternity case, um, can get particularly hung up on. It can become important uh, to them. Uh, And that can be, in a lot of cases, after the case concludes, but sometimes uh, even before that, as parties are trying to work out a settlement to their custody case, uh, there can be a lot of talk a lot of negotiation, if you will, over this topic of where the child custody exchanges are going to take place. So let's try to break this issue down uh, for the listeners. Um, at the conclusion of a divorce or custody case, the court puts together a custody schedule. So there's a schedule that denotes who gets the kids on what days of the week, uh, from what times. And custody schedules are generally going to break down things like holidays, uh, time during the summer, and then again, on a week-to-week basis, I mean, literally, you know, Monday through Sunday, who gets the kids when and at what time? Uh, and and this becomes an important document because this document, you know, absent modification becomes uh, really, if if you will, a schedule in terms of uh, when mom's going to get the kids and when dad's, dad's going to get the kids. And, of course, any custody schedule or parenting plan, if you will, generally has a clause in it that states that the parties can deviate uh, from that schedule if they both agree to it. But absent that, this custody schedule at the end of the day is a court order, and the parties are to abide by it in terms of custody. So uh, the dilemma gets to be this. So parties go through a divorce, they go through a child custody case, and now they have to meet uh, in some capacity in order to uh, exchange the kids. So uh, at the conclusion of one parent's visit, uh, the kids have to then go to the other parent's uh, residence, um, and then they go back and forth. And, and in some cases, you know, exchanges can take place once a week. Uh, but in, in kind of on an increasing level, there can be meetings two, three times a week where the kids are literally going, you know, from mom to dad and then back from dad to mom. And this becomes sort of a regular part of the life of the kids uh, at the conclusion of a case. And this becomes so important because, uh, this is that time where mom and dad are still literally uh, seeing each other, still meeting. Uh, and again, you know, folks think at the end of a divorce or a custody case, you know, now they've moved on, there's been the breakup or the split up, and now they're not going to have that much interaction with the other parent. Uh, but as lots of folks find out, you know, they're still meeting two, three times a week in some instances, sometimes even more. And so they're still having that regular, quick, face-to-face contact, if you will, with the other parent, with the kids, you know, literally going from one parent's house to the other, in some cases uh, bringing a suitcase, you know, with them in, in terms of bringing clothes and other items back and forth between mom and dad's uh, residence. So this becomes a big, big deal. Um, uh, at the end of the day, there's lots of different options, and there's probably more options in terms of, uh, of things I'm going to list here uh, in the remainder of this podcast. Let's go through some of the options in terms of ways parents might work out these exchanges. Um, in some cases, parties meet halfway between uh, the two residences. So take a case where the parents 
you know, live fairly far apart, but they're still maybe in the same state or the same uh, general area. Uh, they might both, you know, drive to a location halfway in between both the residences and exchange the kids. And in fact, for lots of folks, you know, on a Friday or a Sunday, uh, this becomes sort of a regular deal where they both drive, they meet somewhere halfway in between both the residences, and the kids literally go, you know, from one car to the other. Um, in some cases, uh, the party uh, relinquishing custody uh, will drive to the other parent's residence and drop the kids off. Um, so let's say, you know, mom drives to dad's house, let's say on Friday, drops the kids off to dad. Then let's say dad has the kids till Monday, and let's say then mom, you know, at that point dad would then drive to mom's house and drop off uh, the kids to mom. So it could be the parent relinquishing uh, custody, dropping off to the other. It could be the flip end where the parent gaining custody then goes and picks up the kids from the other parent's residence. So uh, let's say on Friday at 6, mom's going to get the kids from dad, so mom gets in the car, drives uh, to dad's residence, uh, gets the kids, brings the kids back uh, to her residence, and then let's say the kids are going back uh, to dad on Monday, then dad would get in the car, uh, drive to mom's house on Monday, and literally pick up uh, the kids there. Uh, in some cases, uh, obviously parents who end up in this scenario maybe aren't particularly pleased, but there's some cases where one parent does most or all the driving. So maybe they do the dropping off, uh, and maybe they do the picking up of the kids, and they do the majority of it. Uh, some parents ultimately do a lot of the exchanges at the school. Um, so versus driving, uh, to, you know, to the residence of the other parent, you know, the kids get dropped off at school, uh, let's say on Monday, and let's say if dad was going to get the kids on Wednesday, dad would pick them up at the conclusion uh, of the school day from school and take them back uh, uh, to his residence, let's say. And so in this scenario, you have then less kind of face-to-face -face encounter with the other parent because the, the, exchange, the exchanges themselves are taking place at school. You know, of course, when school's not in session, uh, take summer vacation, for example, in a lot of instances this can't take place, but lots of parents uh, do ultimately utilize uh, the school for a lot of the exchanges. Uh, some cases, the parents might live very far away, and the kids uh, fly from one parent's residence to the other. So then you've got to work out situations in terms of getting the kids on the planes, uh, picking them up at the airport, uh, and then you get into an issue of who's going to pay uh, for the plane fight, flight sort of to and from mom or dad's residence. That can be a big issue in the long-distance cases. Uh, there's high-conflict cases out there, unfortunately, where the parties may need to meet um, at the courthouse. Uh, some uh, counties have exchange centers uh, in them where the parents might do exchanges at the uh, exchange center. You know, St. Louis County, Missouri, where we have an office, there's an exchange center. Some parents do the exchanges there. Uh, unfortunately, some folks uh, end up having to do custody exchanges at a police station, take cases where maybe there's been violence, uh, take cases where maybe um, the situation is very hostile between the parents and it could be a situation where folks ultimately feel safer at the police station. On the other hand, you know, there can be a concern in these cases, which is, is that harmful to the kids uh, in that, you know, going to the police station to do exchanges, is that harmful to the kids? Do the kids see that and think, oh, my goodness, um, you know, my mom and dad really don't get along? Does that could, you know, cause undue stress, you know, on the kids having to do the exchange at, at the police station? Uh, that could be a concern in some cases. 
but there are cases where courts ultimately order the police station to be the exchange location out of a concern for safety. Obviously, in saying all this, is, is you know the hope is that the parents can be reasonable. The hope is that the parents can come up, you know, with a reasonable solution in terms of exchanges that they can do this peacefully, that they can do it amicably, and that they'll work together. Obviously, in lots of cases, parties are able to do this, and the and the issue of exchanges and, and transportation uh, isn't a big issue. But practically speaking, you know, to the listeners out there who may be going through a custody case. You know, the, the exchange location at the same time is an important issue. And, and in some cases, it becomes a big, big issue because, you know, to be frank, um, there can be a stress level, there can be an anxiety level over seeing that other ex-spouse or the other parent. So, you know, after the breakup, after the split up, you know, having to pull uh, into the, the driveway of the, of the uh, you know, the other parent whom there was a breakup with, that can be stressful, that can be hard, and I think that that can raise this anxiety level, which, which can cause this to be difficult. Again, when folks get divorced or they break up, uh, when they had kids and weren't married, uh, it can be hard to have that face-to-face with the other parent, especially right out of the gates, right after the case is over. So this anxiety um, that results from that breakup can oftentimes fuel uh, the controversy over this issue. So an issue like exchanges, which would seem to be simple to, to folks who haven't been through a divorce or custody case, uh, can cannot be simple at all to those who've actually been through the situation because, again, they've gone through a breakup. It's hard to see that other parent. Uh, there can be concerns over drive time. You know, some parents at times uh, will complain that they, you know, in terms of the exchange time, it results in them having to spend a lot of time on the road, a lot of time in traffic, uh, certainly with visitation where maybe the parent is getting a few hours in the evening, let's say in a weekday night, uh, there can be a concern that the majority of that time that they have that evening will be in a car uh, versus actually getting to spend that time with the kids. So that can fuel the controversy in terms of the drive time. And then obviously, you know, transportation costs uh, themselves can be an issue for some folks. You know, gas cost, plane cost. Um, to put the kids on a plane, that cost can cause parents to have a lot of concern uh, or anxiety over the exchange location. So, again, to the listeners out there, hopefully if you're going through a child custody case, you're able to come up with an amicable resolution in terms of where the exchanges will take place. Um, but at the same time, it's important um, to the listeners out there that you know this issue be given due thought uh, it's an important issue. Uh, it's obviously something that uh, parents have to, you know, live with at the conclusion of the case. It can have a big effect on the kids, too, in terms of spending time in a car, in terms of, you know, where these exchanges take place, whether it can be done peacefully or whether it has to be done at a place like a police station, for example. And obviously parents want to be cognizant of that, which is making sure they're doing what's best for their kids, and that these exchanges take place in a way um, that obviously makes the interaction between uh, both parents positive and that this isn't a stressful experience for them. So, uh, again, a very interesting topic, uh, an overlooked term in a child custody plan that parents oftentimes don't think of on really at an initial level, but as they get into that custody case uh, and they start thinking about the future and how things are going to work, this could ultimately be a big, big issue that can cause folks at the end of the day um, 
to have disagreements. In some cases, it can result in litigation when parents aren't able to, to agree on a resolution, and then the judge ultimately has to make the call. Uh, again, that is the topic here today, child custody exchanges. As a follow-up to the episode today, you can go to FamilyLawHeadquarters.com. Uh, there's an article titled Exchange Locations in Child Custody Cases. The date of the article is August 17, 2015, so you can listen to that as a follow-up to the episode today. Thanks to the listeners for tuning in. Stay tuned for our next episode coming up on Family Law Talk with Stangy Law Firm. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. With Kirk Stangy. Visit StangyLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtain on this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be legal advice. You should contact an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. And finally, past results afford no guarantee of future results. And every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Kirk Stingy is responsible for the content. Principal Place of Business, 1750 South Brentwood Boulevard, Suite 401, St. Louis, Missouri, 63144.